Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here, coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is December 5th, 2022. We are in the last month of the year, everyone, and it has been a jam-packed year. Heck, I was just talking with someone the other day. It's been a crazy three years, if you think about it. 2020 was the lockdown. 2021 was the next year after, and then 2022 was the growth year. What does 2023 have in store? Now, hopefully you had a chance to visit the New York Produce Show last week get together with the produce community and have some fun as well as join our virtual networking hour that was last week as well during the show i'm just getting back from the dominican republic and off of a lovely thanksgiving holiday you have to learn more check out our water for all podcast learn more about blue missions and what continental fresh is doing by giving back to the community creating a water for all now today we've got two very special guests, two friends of mine. We have Alexandra Ray Mullenby, Director of Marketing at Baco Suite, who has been making an impact in the produce and supply chain industry, as well as Blair Butterworth, the Marketing and Events Manager of Local Bounty, creating events that are long-lasting in your mind and in your heart. Now today we are going to talk about the FPFC Apprentice Program, Learn more from these dynamite women on the Apprentice program, how you can be involved, and how you can make change in the produce and supply chain industry. So let's get this episode started. Hey, Blair. Hey, Ray. Welcome to the show today. Hey there, Patrick. Hi, how's it going? Fantastic. I am just excited that I caught both of you not on the road. Um, we're in the office, right? We're, we're having some fun. And, you know, when I was starting this uh, podcast, I was wondering to myself, how do I introduce these two dynamic women, women that I learn from, women that I follow, and just all around that are building our industry up, right? Working to build our industry together. So I am excited to have both of you on as much as, you know, Blair and I all uh, talk throughout a weekly basis. Ray, I follow you on Instagram and all of your other social outlets. Um, Heck, you were just in the field uh, last week with some retailers and stuff like that. Just really, uh, it excites me, right? So I love what you're doing and how you're doing it. But today we're going to talk a little bit more about FPFC. We're going to talk about the apprentice program, you two being alumni of the program, getting so much out of it and giving back to our produce and supply chain community. For our listeners out there, Blair, how do we go about explaining this to them? What is it? Who is it? Why is it? What is the FPFC apprentice program? Yeah, Patrick. So the FPFC stands for Fresh Produce and Floral Council. It is based out of California, um, NorCal, SoCal. They have events in both parts of the state. Basically, um, it's another produce council community where people come together. We have hold luncheons. We do events, um, philanthropy for the City Walk of Hope. And we also do the FPFC Apprentice Program to help you know, newcomers into the industry feel more welcome and have a well-rounded knowledge of the industry. I know that I participated in the FPFC program back in 2017 while I was with Grimway Farms and learned a ton. And Ray recently just graduated the program as well. And I would love to hear what she got out of the program. 
Yeah, thank you, Blair. I actually was introduced to the program because of Blair. She talked about it and I, I always thought it was a great experience and took the opportunity to apply in um, 2021 and um, it was fantastic. We had kind of a hybrid schedule where some of it was in in person and then other stuff was virtual. And it worked out very well because we were just able to do so much networking and get to know our peers in the apprentice class along with um, getting a mentor. And that was really cool because you can actually ask them questions and um, you can ask the other mentors questions. And um, of course they take you on the field tours, which was my personal favorite. And whether it was virtual or in person, you just learn so much from the program. And um, gosh, it's the number one program I recommend to everyone in the produce industry. And, and that's amazing to me because I think there's so many leadership programs out there depending on where you're at. Now, it, it seems like FPFC is cultivating the industry's next gen leaders. I, I always say, you know, I wrote the book Millennial Boom, which was helping millennials and boomers thrive together in life and work being the largest, uh, I would say, generations of population. And now we have to look towards Gen Z, right? We've got to look towards the upcoming generation because without these management or manager and training programs. Heck, when I started my career, I was a manager in training. And, and I say without the skills that I was given, I don't think my career would be where it is today without that. I mean, I know so many times that people talk about, oh, well, do you know about you know skirting trees or spraying copper? And I can tell you, Ray, that I've had people go, no, what is that? And I'm like, how are you in, in citrus or how do you not know this? Well, because they were hired and they were put in a buying or a sales position and they didn't they weren't privy to a lot of this. So, um looking at, you know, FPFSP, I'm I'm going to read a little bit of their mission. As part of the the of its mission to promote and support the industry, the FPFC is committed to helping cultivate and develop the next gen of industry leaders. The FPFC apprentice program was created to provide professional professionals from every department and at every level of the experience, education and skills needed to succeed and lead. Holy crap. Like in a world of training, right? Because you got to look at it. Training has gone out the door with companies. When you get hired, there is no six, eight weeks of training. There's no 90 day probation period. And if there is 90 day probation period, let's just be real. It's like 90 days. You don't hit your quota and you're out of there, right? Before, if you go back to the early 2000s, that 90 day probation period was your training period, right? Was getting you in queue with heck sweet potatoes. Is it one word? Is it two words? I don't know, right? It's all these little fun things that we get to learn from. Now, I remember back in the days, I applied for that leadership program uh, within United Fresh, didn't get it, got really mad because I was like, you know what? Fine. You guys don't want me. I'm out, right? I'm out. But I started to get to know a lot of the people that were in these leadership programs, even just like, you know, Blair, yourself uh, and Ray in the apprentice program. And to hear the level of, you know, I would say communication and how you talk and how you explained it it made me really think that this would be a huge benefit for having any of our employees attend these programs. Right, Blair? Yes, I totally agree, Patrick. You know, these programs are super beneficial. Like you said, you know, there's a lot to learn in the industry, just as an industry as a whole. And you don't get that time in, you know, normal training. And sometimes, you know, your superiors don't have the time to 
get that thorough in depth that these other programs do. And if your supervisor is encouraging you to apply these programs, I definitely take the opportunity because I know my supervisors did back at Grimway. They're like, hey, this will be an awesome opportunity within the FPFC. You can learn so much that not any of us have time really for. Um, Ray, did your supervisors kind of do the same when you know I was suggesting you do the FPFC apprentice program? Well, I just want to clarify first, Patrick, that it is a two-word sweet potato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Here at Bako Sweet, that's what we do. But, um, you know, for me, I just felt like it was so personal. They really took a lot of time to organize a really successful and wonderful program. And you know, I felt like I could reach out to anyone at any given moment to um, get advice or gosh, I had a question for Rochelle one time and she spent an hour helping me figure out trade show logistics because, you know, that's that's her specialty. And so it was just so helpful and it really allowed me to realize that, hey, I don't have to be an expert here in everything. And that's what's so great about the program is they encourage you to ask questions. And that was just such a great experience for me all year. I think that's what it's about. Some of the things that I've looked at in the program, which I love. And one of the things I loved about, I would say one of the other associations, I'm not going to name them because we're talking about FPFC right now, um, but was the group projects, the networking, you know, how to be of service. You know, one thing that I love is the community getting together group projects are, are, are fun, you know, because what does that do? It, it helps with team building. It helps with networking, right? And it gives you aspects to people's minds because when you start to do group projects and start getting together and networking, you really get to understand who that professional is, right? Because don't, okay. You're going to love this. Don't you remember back in school? I would go back like high school, even middle school, because college was, I felt was way different, especially for me, because it took me like 12 years to get through college. But when you had like these uh, these groups together, there was always the like the four types. There was the you know the lazy affair. There was the proactive one, right? And you got to understand who these people are. Now, when you're in an industry, and it's not just about getting homework done or assignment. When you're actually talking about trading commerce, when you're talking about your livelihood. I feel like a lot more comes out, right? People want to give their expertise. They want to talk about their experiences. And that's, like I said, that's what it is about. Because in order for a program to work and it be functional is the program has to work and be functional, right? I say that in like the same, but the people have to be work and be functional. And so does the program. I've been to a lot of different places, a lot of different programs that the schedules have been out of whack. Heck, I went to the Dominican Republic just about uh, two or three weeks ago on a water for all blue missions trip. And I didn't know what to expect, Ray. Uh, next thing you know, Danny Rodriguez had a full notebook the whole time as we're on this trip for meditations, right? For, for groundbreaking, you know, for getting to know each other. And I feel like if that didn't happen, the group wouldn't have come so tightly together as it did. And I believe, as as I've seen in your group, isn't that kind of what happens at this FPFC is your group really joins together and becomes a family? Absolutely. And I am the proactive one. So <laughs> you just want to be 
Just want to make sure everybody. Knows <laughs> yeah, that. just want to make sure that we're clear. But um, no, it was it was a really great opportunity to um, not only work with group members and create that bond that we all experience on group projects, but um, what was really cool too is that you could present and practice to other folks in the industry and get their feedback. And so that's even more networking. Um, and then they also, they really focused on speaking. And with that, I mean, there were things I never learned in high school or college about speaking. And um, they took like an entire two educational sessions just to teach us how to speak. And um, it was it was just phenomenal. I mean, the kind of effort and resources they put into making um, not only the program successful, but to make the apprentices get something out of it as well is just so impressive. I agree. So Blair, if, who could become an apprentice? I mean, can anybody, can I, can, I mean, who, who can, who can join this program? You know, to join the program, there are some uh, rules and restrictions. So Patrick, unfortunately, um, you cannot become an apprentice because you've been in the industry for eight plus years. So shoot, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So again, um, applications open up in January, 2023. That, those applications and that little packet will have all of um, the requirements to become a FPFC apprentice. And I, again, like I said, keep these conversations going with your supervisor. I think the one rule, you know, if you're been in the industry eight plus years, like this is really a program to get, you know, newer people in the industry and there's no age limit. It's just your experience, your experience limit, because we want to get the, you know, the fresh, the fresh blood or the new blood in the produce industry. We, we want to get them young and we want to get them experienced. We want to get them networking. We want to get them to know people within the produce community because we all know it's pretty small. And um, yeah, we want to get them young. So just keep looking out for that packet. And, you know, I love how Ray talked about, um, you know, these apprentices in your class, you become really close. And just a fun little story about my class, actually. I believe we we're like the closest class ever. We all became like besties. And actually, one of my best friends in the industry, Baltasar Garcia, I now work with him. So I met him going through the program like five, six years ago. And now Baltasar and me actually work together at Local Bounty. So, you know, it all comes full circles and it is all about the relationships. You really emphasize that, Patrick, throughout your podcast, uh, you know, all your podcasting channels, all the different episodes. That is something you emphasize. And I love that because it is so true. It's about working together. You know, it's like Ray is in sweet potatoes, two words. Uh, Blair is in indoor ag with lettuces and other products. They're going to have a lot more uh, coming in the future. Uh, but I always say it's like, I, and I'm in citrus, right? So we have three people on, on this call that are in completely different faucets of the industry, but we know everybody, you right? So it's like, why wouldn't Ray say, hey, Patrick, you should meet this person or, hey, Blair, you should meet this person because we're not competing. We're all in this together. Now, I agree there are competitors out there. And I remember what, one of my uh, old friends, you know, that worked at Robinson, he used to tell me all the time and, and he would say, you know what, either we're competitors or we're not. And I would say, what does that mean? He'd like, everybody's a competitor, whether you're a broker, whether you're a grower, whether you're, everybody's a competitor. It just, you get to choose on how you decide to do business with that competitor because we are all going to have competition no matter what. 
but there's a difference in making your competition friendly competition versus writing them off and saying, don't talk to them. I think even that would be great in the future for our industry because building food, right, which is what we're doing, we're supplying food to not just the nation, but to the world. And I think that we got, there's going to be competition. And one thing Shea Meyer said to me on a podcast a, a few weeks ago, he goes, how many growers or people generation after generation have done the same thing that all of us are doing now? Thousands. None of us are doing anything special right now. Yes, there might be new growing techniques. Yes, indoor farming wasn't here, right? 20, 20, 30 years ago. But you got to look at it. How many times have we tried to grow an onion? How many times have we tried to grow lettuce? How many try times have we got grown sweet potatoes? How many times, like even Ray, I see you out in your fields. That field back in the 1800s could have been a watermelon field, right? So it's like, how many times have we done this over and over again? But again, the community and the relationships, I believe is what helps us succeed. That's just my, just my two cents on it. So we're going to get a couple more um, notes before we get off today. So Ray, what was your favorite experience in the program? I got to know. My favorite experience in the program was definitely the speaking assignment. It's like the homework assignment that they gave us just because it challenged us to come up with something new in the produce industry. Like we had to come up with different um, companies to solve a produce industry issue. And so we had to work together to come up with that idea and then work together to um, create a presentation. And then um, we spent a lot of time practicing and rehearsing and making sure that we all sounded good. And, um, you know, talking about how we were going to use our note cards because of the speaking class or how we weren't. And um, then we uh, were able to go to the Renaissance Food Group, which is now Colavo facility and present in person with our team members. And um, we got a lot of great feedback from produce professionals who are so excited to give, a, give their advice and encouragement to us all. And I really enjoyed that. I like that response. What about you, Blair? What was your favorite thing out of the apprentice program? So I have to say my favorite thing was probably the trade show. So I love trade shows. That's where I thrive. That's where I do the best. You know, if you know me, you probably know that. And um, so that was one of my first trade shows I actually attended. And my mentor walked me through the whole entire floor, introduced me to so many new people. I got to, you know, design how our table looked at our booth and put up our backdrop. It was just very like so much fun. We had the opening night in Disneyland, um, California adventures. They had it all closed down for us so we can go and eat with all those produce people ride the rides. And then the next day was a show. And I just, I love trade shows overall. So that was a really great first trade show for me to, you know, learn the ins and outs of it. So I would have to say, um, yeah, the trade show is my favorite part. The trade shows are your favorite part. And I will tell you, everyone, Blair does an amazing job. So so does Ray. I mean, if if you want to learn from a couple dynamic women in the industry, uh, these are two to learn from. They will help you have a great event. Their booths are always on fire. One thing I would tell you, Ray, the booth, I, I love the the Baco suite, that, that front um, 
that fun little area that's like lights up like your Baco Sweet side. Mine's like this old school like drape that goes over my like my podium. <laughs> I gotta get new school and and then even like Blair with her with her um her displays of, of all the CEA products. I mean, you two do an amazing job and, and I gotta give recognition to both of you that you're two amazing people, two amazing women leaders in our industry. And I love the fact that you are promoting, you know, to be an apprentice, right? And to get into this program. So if anybody wants to be in this program, who do they reach out to? What do they do? And uh, how can they get involved? Yeah, Patrick. So basically what needs to happen is they just go to their supervisor. They reach out, um, present your supervisor with the packet. See if they think you have enough time for it or see if they think it's even a good fit for you. Um, and if they do, then go through the packet, you fill it out, um, you submit it online to the fpfc.org. Um, there is a link to the, they have a whole apprentice link. So you can learn more about the program. You can enter your application on that link. Um, again, they open up January, 2023. And don't quote me on this, but I believe they close sometime in <laughs> March or April. So you do have a few months to work on that video and to submit this application. But again, it's never too early to start having those uh, conversations with your supervisors. So the earlier, the better. And um, we really, you know, encourage you to to apply. To apply. Ray, anything else to add to that? Yeah, I encourage all of you to be creative with your application. There's a video part to it. And um, for my video, I visited a local orange grove down the street from my house in San Diego. I was technically trespassing to get the video and um, one of the managers came up to me and let me know I had two minutes to film my video or she was calling the cops and I said two minutes is all I need <laughs> and so I got the video done and um, yeah but I mean it worked because I got into the program but get creative. I like it. Get creative. Be bold. Have fun. And everyone, if you want to get more information on the FPFC, uh, please uh, reach out to Blair Butterworth or Alexandra Ray Mullenby um, on LinkedIn. They will probably be able to answer any questions. They'll point you in the right direction. And I appreciate both of you uh, women for coming on the show today and having a fun time. Yeah, thank you for having us, Patrick. And just like Patrick said, you can reach out to Ray or myself on LinkedIn and we'll let you know any answer any questions to the best of our knowledge or we'll give point you in the right direction of who can also answer those questions as i say we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon you've been listening to the produce industry podcast with patrick kelly be sure to subscribe on itunes or anchor to get new fresh weekly episodes for more please follow us on instagram and facebook at the produce industry podcast until next time see you in the fields or on the horizon